This is a HeadGum Podcast. You or Jayla? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want to know. Hey. Welcome to Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And I would blame the eclipse for our last episode not happening, but it was my fault. My fault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Completely. Um, but what if I could blame the eclipse? Entirely. What if I was like, ooh, the eclipse, it changed it. It made it bad. And then I couldn't do it. Then I would call you a liar. And I would post the receipts of you sending me that bent cord. You know what? I tried to take my work with me and it just didn't work, which is actually a lesson to me, you know? I know, and then you had to get in the pool and just like lounge. I'm I sure know, you were so broken up. So sad. I, I'm not going to cry self-sabotage, but I wouldn't be surprised if this was an instance of self-sabotage. Did you see the eclipse? Yeah, I did. Did you hear about Bonnie Tyler singing Total Eclipse of the Heart on an Eclipse-themed cruise line? Yeah, I did. (laughs) But did you hear she was backed up by DNC? I did not hear that. Is that true? Are you making that up? Royal Caribbean says the Welsh singer will be backed on the power ballad by the Joe Jonas band DNCE for a performance in an outdoor theater on its ship, Oasis of the Seas, as part of Total Eclipse Cruise. Why didn't we go to that? I don't know why. That was my first favorite part about that news is that it was like, everyone was like, Bonnie Tyler, hell yes. And she's like back in the news. But then they were like backed by DNCE. What were they doing there? I thought DNCE was above this. I thought they were like legitimately really successful or something. Why are they doing cruise shows? Fabulous for me to work with this young, gorgeous band. And they did a fabulous version of Total Eclipse of the Heart. And uh, yeah, it was really awesome. I just feel bad for them that they didn't get, they really didn't get as much press as Bonnie Tyler did on this. How can you You get more press than Bonnie Tyler in an Eclipse story? You know? Congrats to Bonnie Tyler for this surge of press for a a song you sang a thousand years ago. And it's still a good song. I gotta say. It's still a good song. Uh, So is... Holding Up for a Hero, whatever it's called. So it's, it's a Heartache. All still good songs. Are those Bonnie Tyler songs or are yeah. they just other songs you yeah, like? Yeah, no, they're Bonnie Tyler songs. No, they're DNC songs. No, they're Bonnie Tyler songs. <laughs> I don't know. Is Holding Up for a Hero a Bonnie Tyler song? Yes. Are you sure? Positive. Yeah, okay. of course. Yes. Who do you think sings it? Not Bonnie Tyler? No, it's Bonnie Tyler. Who else has that oh, like right. gorgeous raspy voice? Wait, but did you see the picture of her on the cruise boat? Yeah, I saw you tweet about it. It was very but funny. did you see the picture? Yes, I saw the picture. She looks amazing. She looks, ama- she looks incredible. She really oh does look Oh my incredible. god. Like, nobody can rock one of those, like, shoelace shirts. I gotta say, though. What? Bonnie Tyler seems like the type of person who would be wearing a lot of turquoise. And I oh. was a little disappointed in the lack of turquoise. She looks like like the kind of person that would show up as a karaoke jockey at your favorite bar one night. My favorite bar in Sedona, Arizona, you know? Oh, (laughs) my God. She's such a Sedona. She's Stevie Nicks Sedona. Sedona. She's Stevie Nicks Fajita Roundup. It's like I go to that Sedona, that iconic blue Sedona McDonald's to get my morning Uh, java, and she's in front of me in the drive-thru. 
I mean, she has a house in Sedona. You know she does. She's got, I mean, it might be fake news what we're saying, but she absolutely has a house in Sedona. I mean, she'll show you around the best parts of the town. She'll be like, you have to try the black bean soup. <laughs> you at this local stuff. You have to, except she's British, so it would be just with a British accent. Anyways, can we move she's on Welsh. from Bonnie? Can we move matter. on from Bonnie Tyler? Nothing I can do. Total eclipse of the heart. Once upon a time, there was light in my life. Now there's only love in the dark. Nothing I can say. I totally eclipse. Wait, do we have an A block today? No. Uh, no. Who cares? No, we have a Kevin Can Wait Gate update. <laughs> Kevin Can Wait update. Kevin Can Wait update. Hey, Lindsay and Bobby. I am calling with a very important Kevin Can Wait update uh, for your new recurring segment on the show. Uh, so I know a person who was a writer on the show who is no longer a writer on the show because they had a very bad experience. Um, and apparently, the reason that they are killing off Aaron Hayes' character is because Kevin does not believe in divorce, and his pastor is always on set with him. He's in the writer's room with him and very heavily involved in the show, and so since divorce is against his religious beliefs, that was off the table for them, and so they ended up having no other choice, essentially, but to kill off his wife. So that's the tea. Wanted to let you guys know it's pretty crazy that they would rather kill her off than have her get divorced because that seems way too sad for a comedy. But, you know, Kevin can't wait to kill his wife, I guess. That was weird. Sorry. Bye. This <laughs> is incredible. This is incredible. This is Scoop. Listen, Us Weekly people, are you listening to this? Write about yes, this. They Aggregate are. this. <laughs> they this are. is. This is crazy. That I know that's, that's good scoop. That is good scoop. Thank that's you one of our so best much scoops. for calling. I know, and I'm not surprised. Do we have to say anything like allegedly the call? Like, who knows if this caller is true? Like, what do we have to give some sort of disclaimer? Well, you just we did it. I guess by, is the next Kevin can wait update going to be we got a cease and desist letter from Kevin can wait? <laughs> God, I hope we get it from the show Kevin can wait, not from any particular person. Um, did you also see the um, executive producer gave a quote about this whole thing? Oh, no, I didn't see that. He said, the goal was to give Kevin's character a real drive and a real predicament involving how a family comes back together after tragedy. Also, after respect for the character of Donna and certainly the way that Erin Hayes portrayed her, it seemed like the only right and fair way to treat her character. Asked when they ever if they ever considered reshaping the series to solely focus on Kevin's professional life and thus letting Donna live, albeit off camera, Long says that simply was not in the cards. The quote, nucleus of the idea was Kevin being a single father, we were really attracted to watching Kevin, quote, learn how to do all the stuff, unquote, that comes with being a single parent. God. <laughs> learn how to do all the stuff. Quote, learn how to do this is, all the stuff. This is just like, 
any type, any of those commercials about a home product that's like, it's dad's turn to take care of the kids. Where he's like, whoa, like he can't find the toilet paper. Like he doesn't know how to clean up a mess. He can't cook dinner. He can't drive to Yeah, the but school. it's the entire show. <laughs> so was he saying that Leah Remini is not going to marry him immediately? But was yeah, it that he's going to be, I think he, they're going to make him be like a confused single dad for like three to four episodes. <laughs> And then Leah Remini's going to come in and be like, listen up. All right, all I right, mean, all I right. I mean, I wouldn't put anything past this show, right? Like, it's not, nothing would surprise me at this point. I mean, the more the more I hear about this upcoming season of Kevin Can Wait, the more I cannot wait to watch it. <laughs> Are you still going to give up? Are you still going to boycott it? You said you weren't going to watch it. Are I'm you like going to? mad at it, but I want to know what happens. So I guess I have to watch. I mean, I just, I want to know how they I just want to know how they kill her I want to know <laughs> so I mean based on what the caller said if what the caller said is true I can't imagine he would do anything super offensive I think it might just be car accident I just want to see him do all the or stuff or like cancer I don't think it's going to be I'll... a kooky death I just want to see him learn how to do all of the stuff. The problem is, like, in a movie, this would be, like, a great montage. You know, he's, like, juggling diapers and, like, slipping on uh, orange juice in the kitchen and, you know, stuff like that. But, like, in a show, He does the daughter's hair and it's time. ugly. Oh. Oh, my God. Okay. I know. It's, like, it's school picture day and he <laughs> does He forgets to send her with money. Or, uh, that's Dad, bad. Like, Dad cut my bangs. So... <laughs> I want to say one more thing before we move on. Um, Did that quote that you had from the executive producer use the word respectfully or respect in the same word, in the same sentence as Aaron Hayes? (laughs) Because how dare he suggest that they were doing anything remotely respectful to Aaron Hayes or her character. Aaron Hayes is is a queen and a martyr. This experience, I am so team Aaron Hayes. I do forget her name every time I say it, but I am so on team Aaron Hayes. Every time I say it, I'm like a little surprised and impressed by myself. I mean, Um, I only can remember it when I look directly at it, but I'm still team Aaron Hayes. (laughs) uh, Me too. Just kidding. I'm always going to be team Leah Remini. So let's move on. Hi, everybody. I'm Aaron Hayes from Kevin Can Wait. This is our set. I'm just going to show you around a little bit. Oh, hi. Um, first time, long time listener. I'm calling because we need to talk more about this Gianni, not Gianni, Gianluca person. Okay, so he's become extremely famous in like the Latin Spanish speaking media here in the U.S. because he's always dancing to all of the really famous Latin like reggaeton songs. To the point that he's been invited to, like, the equivalent of the Grammys in the Latinx community because he's featured in a video for Mi Gente by J Balvin. It will become the new Despacito eventually. Eventually. Trust me on this one. He also is no longer with his wife because he is dating the Miss Columbia that was erroneously titled Miss Universe a couple of years ago by um, Steve Harvey. You know, I remember when she was, like, Miss Universe for, like, two seconds, and then um, Steve Harvey was like, oh, my bad, it's actually the other girl. Well, they're dating, so he's become even more famous with all the moms and abuelitas throughout, like, the U.S. and Latin America. And this guy is going to be stuck in our hoodum of Spanish speakers forever. 
I just wanted to call and clarify that. Anyway, good form, Bella Thorne. Bye. I'm obsessed with this. <laughs> I love, I love that we have enough listeners now where like whoever we talk to, like some expert will come out of the woodwork. I didn't even know who this person was, you know, nine days ago. And here we are. I just love that he's like a thing in the Spanish speaking community that we didn't even know about. And like, there's so much more to him than you can even find out from an Instagram, like people's grandmothers, like loving him. (laughs) He goes to this, to this Latin Grammys. (laughs) How, why did, why does no website mention the fact that he's dating Miss Columbia? That is crazy. Because websites are stupid like us. You need, you need like information from the real people who are living this. This is great. God, poor Miss Columbia. Steve Harvey is such an asshole. Um, that's awful. I completely <laughs> forgot about that. Thank you so much for calling with this amazing update. I can't wait to see this guy blow up so we can say that we talked about him way back when. I mean, to be fair, he blew up a while ago, just not to us. Mm-hmm, fair. Um, moving on to the actual calls. I mean, you know, define actual, but okay. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. Uh, This is Zoe calling from Ireland. Um, I'm a medium-term listener, and I just wanted to ring in because Gemma Collins has been all over Twitter. I don't know if you guys have seen it. It might be more of a British-Irish thing. But um, she's been all over Twitter. Um, Someone made some memes out of her best bits on Big Brother and stuff, but she's a British um, reality TV star known for The Only Way is Essex. And you guys should do yourself a favor and, like, look up YouTube and find her best bits on Celebrity Big Brother. And um, she's palling around with food gods on it. And it's it's just gosh, She's a total legend. Everyone needs some Gemma Collins in their life. So please, please do, do look her up on YouTube. Okay, bye. Gemma Collins is so a did legend. You see, did you see this dress? Yeah, the, everyone's, like, doing a meme and she's <laughs> loving the memes. <laughs> rocking my inner lady gaga tonight you guys need to go check out this dress that she's wearing that got turned into a meme because it's wild it's everything (laughs) it looks like a she looks like a like a bureau (laughs) i was about to say she looks like the bureau from beauty and the beast no that's in the memes (laughs) oh it is oh my god of course it is she oh. has, like, it's, like, the color of, like, Sedona dirt. Speaking of Sedona, like, it's red rock dirt. And then it has, like, huge shoulder pads and, like, a ruched center that goes all the way down, but then, like, splits at her knees. It's probably the most unflattering dress I've ever seen on a person. And she's not, like, you know, she definitely has worn more flattering things. It's probably the most unflattering thing I've ever seen. Has anyone called um called out the fact that it looks just like get into the dock it looks just like this dress from an iconic episode of the golden girls when they're going to some gala and they both get blanche and dorothy both get dresses and they're both so excited about the dresses okay but they get the same one okay let me see (laughs) it does look like the dress it looks just like it also, like, I don't know if British people care about the Golden Girls that much. I mean, I know you do, but I don't know if that would trend. Do, do people in England care about the Golden Gold, Golden Girls? Don't answer that. Do you know? Who knows? I don't know. I think Anyways, so. it's the color of that dress, which, by the way, is also a horrendous dress. <laughs> it is, no? 
I I just love how much she's loving the memes. No, it's her. it's great. So Gemma Collins is kind of when you're like, oh, famous British people I don't know. I always think of Gemma Collins. Yeah, like too. I know she's iconic. Yeah. Um, I guess she's on Celebrity Big Brother uh, still. She I, got I famous she... because of The Only Way is Essex, which we've talked about on the show before. I am Gemma Collins, former TOWIE star, best known for too much bronzer and always being on a diet. Is she actually on Celebrity Big Brother right now? No, she's not in the... She's not. There's another Gemma, because I got confused because I thought it was her. She's been in Celebrity Big Brother house, but she's not she's there right now. She's been on it before. Now. Yeah, she's been on it before. Okay, She's also but been on Bobby, I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here. Have we talked about the iconic video? I think we have, because Jono, of whom fame, yes. told us about the famous video of her leaving the cake, and you now you are obsessed with it and can't stop it's a pie. Like, mentioning it. It's a pie. It's a pie. Sorry, it's a pie. So what what should people Google to watch the amazing video of her leaving the pie? Gemma, Gemma Collins literally pie? Literally just search... Gemma Collins pie and it is <laughs> and again uh, allow us to stress you do not need one ounce of context to find an insane amount of joy from this video it is literally just it's wordless no dialogue it's Gemma uh, the police um, every little thing she does is magic is playing and Gemma, <laughs> it's so weird it's Gemma, so weird Gemma gets out of her car and very like it's, it's it's so weird. It's it's blocked like a high school play, you know? Like it's very like rough movements where it's like I have to put my purse on my thing. I have to grab the cake out of the car and then I have to take steps like this up up to the porch. And then she sets it down, pulls a pad of paper out of her bag, her big bag, writes a note. She well first she tries to get in and it has to act surprised that no one's answering the door. Such a play by play. And then she puts the note down and it says like sorry I missed you and then there's this long shot of the pie and then you see her walk away. And then she but does the, this sort the of worst dramatic thing is it's turn. like as this is playing it's like every little thing she does is magic and it's like she's leaving this like sad pie and then getting back into her car and leaving. <laughs> it's Literally, so you Google bad. Gemma Collins pie. Oh, maybe it is a cake. Because the video, the top <sighs> one is called, the what you're going to watch is, the video is called Gemma's Rejected Cake. It's 39 seconds long. And this was published by the official The Only Way is X- Essex YouTube account. The description will not give you any help as to knowing what's going on here. It says, poor Gemma, poor Gemma, that's so mean. Poor Gemma goes around to Mix to give him a cake she baked for him, but he's nowhere to be seen. <laughs> God, just imagine being the producer being like, we need everything she does as magic for this, which is like so rude. Because it's not, they're not even giving her a proper sad song for this proper sad scene. <laughs> it's so good. when she When she sort of like, dejectedly like turns back around to see if he's going to come out of the house and he doesn't. It's very, very satisfying. I'm sure we've talked about this several times, but it doesn't change the fact that you all need to watch it again. Oh, that's so good. Um. Also, apparently, did you see some other call, another caller called about this? Cause this is like celebrity big brother related. We don't have to play the call, but um, where is this? Uh, one of the there's a there's a woman in the Big Brother house right now who was in Girls Aloud. You know that band Girls Aloud. Oh yeah. Uh huh. And she, I guess she called Fifth Harmony slutty. <laughs> she was like, oh, no. "All these modern gr- girl bands are slutty." Do you know Fifth Harmony? 
Um, yes, those slutty ones, yeah. Are they slutty? Yeah. They, they all wear next to nothing. All the girls with fans these days. Slutty, slutty, slutty. Sex sells, sex sells. <laughs> I mean, we wore, we wore like, obviously when we were touring, we didn't wear much because it was so hot, but... And then um, somebody from Fifth Harmony was like, I don't know her, which is pretty fun. She was like, I don't even know her. Which girl from Fifth Harmony? You know, As though I'm that's trying... going to help. Never mind. What a dumb question to ask. I know. Um, Fifth Harmony fire back after Sarah, at Sarah Harding after she calls them slutty. They claim, now in an interview with The Sun, the girl group finally has their say as they slam Sarah's comments and claim they've never heard of her. Honestly, how would they have heard of her? <laughs> I've never heard of her. Yes, right. I've heard of her. I mean, I, I guess mean, I've heard I, of the the group. I like Girls Aloud, but yeah. I, I'm i not surprised that, like, you know, the young 20-somethings of Fifth Harmony have never heard of Sarah Harding. If she wants lessons or something, people always want to learn how to booty pop like Fifth Harmony. But shout out to her. Keep doing you, girl. I really don't know who she is. Oh, that's great. I really don't know who she is. Hi, Weekly. Uh, I was just listening to the most recent episode, and um, you guys briefly talked about Jenna Bush. <laughs> And I don't know if anyone else knows this outside of New York, but Jenna Bush briefly became a stand-up comedian. Like, I think she did, like, two open mics and then, like, a show. Got, like, booked on a show. Like, my friend went after her at a show and was like, she was pretty good. And I was like, not a chance. You know, I'm not supporting that. Um, but, yeah, she she did that, like, three shows and then created, like, Jenna Bush comedian fan page. Like, C-O-M-E-D-I-E-N-N-E, comedian, because she's a woman. And then, like, comedians, like, kind of lost their shit a little bit. Like, we're not a fan of her just getting to headline all of a sudden. Uh, or, I don't know, so you guys, she must have gotten some backlash or something, because it's, like, non-existent anymore. If you search on Facebook for Jenna Bush comedian, all you see is just comics posting about, like, who's going to heckle her with 9-11 jokes? And just, like, this brief moment in July where Jenna Bush was a comedian for one whole month. Good for him, Bella Thorne. This is, like, this is... pretty wiped from the internet. Yeah. It's gone. There is... You found a People article. Oh, uh, wait. This is about something else. So, yeah, it's scrubbed. It's, it's all pretty scrubbed. scrubbed. I looked last night for a while. I tried to find the Wayback Machine, JennaBushComedian.com. I tried to find it on the internet somehow maybe somebody covered it and it was aggregated or something and it's missing not that i don't believe you i definitely believe you because like how could you make something up it's making like that something like that up and she seems like the kind of person that would try and do a stand-up career don't you think i guess but there unless it's this really is a hoax. funny there's a story on uh the san antonio express news website shout out to my hometown um, from 2015, where she's talking about being on um, the Today Show. But the lead yeah. of the story is Jenna Bush Hager's main claim to fame is her father, but she might have a second calling as a stand-up comic. It's just funny that this the writer of this article doesn't know that she did once try stand-up comedy. Um, wild. Can I tell a funny Jenna Bush Hager story? Sure. Okay, so this is a story... This is not defamation, I don't think, because I'm just telling you a story that my friend used to tell all the time. It was one of my uh, best friends from high school and college. One of her favorite stories to tell. So Jenna Bush, at the time, not Jenna Bush Hager, Jenna Bush, uh, went to UT, 
where I went. So she lived in Austin for a while. She's like iconic. Got that. Um, it was either her or Laura got the DUI or D public public intoxication citation at Chewy's iconic downtown Austin restaurant. Anyway, so they were known for being like big drinkers in college. Who wasn't in Austin? Anyway, so like reckless behavior was sort of the joke about them. Um, they've since calmed down. Obviously, they were in college. Who cares? But my friend claims to this day that one day she was walking down the main drag of the UT campus um, and noticed a Jeep Grand Cherokee barreling down this alleyway about to turn right on the street. And she had to jump out of the way and was almost hit by this Jeep Grand Cherokee. And she looked in the window and it was Jenna Bush (laughs) behind the wheel. And so she always says, I... Like, her joke is that I almost got killed by Jenna Bush. But there's no way of proving this. She just tells the story all the time. And she's like, oh, yeah, she, it was like the middle of the day. It wasn't like drunk driving. It was just like, oh, she was speeding down an alley and took a ride on a thing. Anyway, oh I have no way God. of proving this. I'm not saying that it happened. I'm just saying my friend Catherine told this story frequently in college. Um, and I like believing it. On Facebook, if you search Jenna Bush comedian... There's, like, evidence that there was a Facebook page. That's what the caller is talking about. Like, people are adding a Facebook page that doesn't exist anymore. So it just says, don't you dare tell me Jenna Bush comedian is fake. This is my Christmas. Like, that's somebody said that in in July. Wow. Uh, so of, like, a f- bunch of years ago. But so it oh, it's like some there was maybe a Facebook page there that was either fake or real that they're tagging. But it's unclear whether this is real or fake. So, like, it almost feels... I believe the caller. I believe the caller because she said her friend saw her do comedy. Yeah. So I believe her. Yeah. That's insane. Anyways, amazing. That's an amazing story. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. I'm really, like, we've got some great calls. Like, really good insights today. Like, surprising things. I mean, I just want to shout out, speaking of good stories, we get them all the time. I want to shout out the caller that called who used to work at Equinox and was telling us a great story. And I we choose not to play it because he seemed like he didn't really want us to play the call um, about some celebrities getting comped for Equinox and then some celebs not. But then what happens when the celeb that was previously comped for their Equinox membership gets uncomped? <laughs> can I we mention the name, name of names. the person? Can we I just mention the names. name of the celebrity that got uncomped, though? No, no. I don't think we can do that. Can I give a hint? Can I give a hint? Give a hint. Don't so say the name. We, I feel weird. Remember when we talked about iconic Netherlands people <laughs> early on in this? If you remember back then to the early episodes of Who Weekly, we talked about iconic Netherlands people. One of them is the is this person. Is that that's a good hint? Yeah. So the part of the call that I do feel comfortable sharing is that the caller was talking about how Equinox comps memberships for some celebrities and while other celebrities pay full price for their memberships. And the examples he gave for celebrities who pay full price for their memberships are Brandy Norwood and Kelly Rowland. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. How dare you disrespect Uh, Brandy like that? Anyways, love that call. We should go to the next call. call. Thank you. We love these calls that are like where people are a little hesitant about calling, but they have good goss. We (laughs) listen to them, obviously. And then we try not to, you know, reveal you on the website. Oh, my God. On the podcast. Um, Do we want to do one more? 
Just do one more. Hi, Bobby and Lindsay. It's Andy. Super high. Thinking about food and scrolling through my Instagram. Um, I noticed a few times um, people were tagging themselves in the sugar factory. And I don't know what that is yet, but I'm seeing more and more somewhat or who's take pictures and tag themselves at the sugar factory and it's getting out of hand. It's like the ice cream, it's like the museum of ice cream in New York. So my question is, Bobby and Lindsay, for you New Yorkers, is the sugar factory just another like uh, NYC hotspot where people take Instagram pictures and spend ridiculous amounts of money and candy? I'd like to know. Um, I love your show so much so so much uh good for all form bye okay so i've never actually seen the sugar factory in real life even though there it is in apparently in new york city there are two of them and i've never no never ever but been there never seen it one time i did see them building one in an airport i forgot what airport but like the facade they had that was like coming soon sugar factory was like all pictures of celebrities and it reminded me of millions of milkshakes yeah it's the new millions of milkshakes it right? is elderly i think it's more expensive i mean obviously obviously but i'm just saying and it's even more shameless than millions of milkshakes because i didn't realize this but when you go to their website they have a celebrity section where they organized say, their celebrities by their fucking names like did a you glossary. see who the first who the first celebrity featured is yeah it's freaking jojo, jojo siwa jojo siwa it's fucking jojo si although to be fair she's age appropriate for this place because it's like a candy shop the worst is when there's people who are just like old people who are like mm, i love candy Honestly, the person who is the most shameless about this place is the food god, Jonathan Chibben. Oh, yeah. He's um, gross. $30 lop to- uh, lollipops, by the way. What, I, mean, I clicked on M because I feel like there are a lot of famous M's. Yeah. Um, we got Miss Universe, which I feel shouldn't count as M. <laughs> Miss Universe 2015, Pia Wurzbach, and Miss USA 2014, Nia Sanchez. No, those should not count as M's. I'm sorry, person responsible for categorizing people on the Sugar Factory website. <laughs> but then I we found have another good one. But then we have Mary J. Blige, Mel B, Mike Tyson, yikes, Maria Menounos, and Mario Lopez. These are exactly the people I would expect to see at the Sugar Factory. So I clicked on O because I'm adventurous. And I got Omarion, and then a picture of Orlando Bloom, like doing something else, but his kid or some kid that he knows is holding a sugar factory bag, which does not count. Yeah, and then, this is not at the sugar factory. And then there's number no three way. is a really old lawyer named Oscar Goodman, who is the mayor of Las <laughs> Vegas from 1999 to 2011. The best part about this is they have these bios for them, too. In case you don't know who they are, you can click and you can find out who the person is repping the sugar factory well wait i found actually the best one. Oh, did you already yeah on t on t they just put yeah, I'm it's just a, it's just a picture of chili for tlc <laughs> no she's holding a lollipop no i know but they call her tlc not just chili <laughs> It says TLC is an American girl group. They copy and paste these from Instagram, like, from um, one, Wikipedia. You know that, right? Number one, T isn't there. 
L is no longer with us, and and Chili appears to be in a a store, like not the also, sugar factory. If you go but, to K, if you're looking for the Kardashians, you've never seen older photos of the Kardashians than when they were involved with the sugar factory. Kim looks like from another era. Kylie's recent. Guess who's there? Danielle Jonas. Every single Spawn Queen is like involved in the Sugar Factory scam. Guess guess who's there? Kelly Rutherford with her kids. R.I.P. Do you think um, the two Do you think the two Equinox Queens are there? Kelly Rowland. Let's see. No. Oh, and they would be under K because they categorize by they alphabetize by first name. So. Oh my God! They have Rihanna. I mean, it's this is truly like the worst. This is the this best is the website. Worst. Just go to sugarfactory.com slash celebrity. Celebrity. I could look at these pictures, honestly, like until the end of time. I keep clicking on different letters and finding new joy. <laughs> Shout out to Debbie Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Demi Lovato, too. Wow. Oh, Perfect. you're on D? Oh, you're D in D? D is great. D is amazing. D is, D is, D is, D is good. D is amazing. Oh, David Arquette and Donald Faison. <laughs> Darude in uh, next to Drew and Jonathan Scott. <laughs> okay, I can't. It's too fun. I can't do this anymore. It's too fun. Anyways, Sugar Factory Wait, Lindsay, also. Please, kick, okay. please click on W. Oh, hold on, I have to hold on. Uh, W. I would love to get on this website. How famous the, do you have to actually be? The lollipop is one hundred and fifty percent photoshopped in front of Will I Am's face. <laughs> oh yeah, no, easily. <laughs> That is like a, a publicity photo of Will I Am that they literally photoshopped a, a lollipop in front of. Also, these lollipops are really gross. <laughs> Anyways, Wait, I'm sorry that we're I'm sorry that we're still talking about this, but on the what? bottom of the Sugar Factory website, there's like a really brief two paragraph about us, and the second yeah. paragraph begins, "Iconic superstars." <laughs> it sounds like the way Icon- that we talk about stuff. Iconic superstars including Kylie Jenner, Kendall Jenner, Britney Spears, Drake, Nicole Scherzinger, Kim Kardashian, Eva Longoria, and hold you on to your hats, Rupert Grant are just. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm sorry. The last name on that list was Rupert Grint. It's one thing to put Nicole Scherzinger before Kim Kardashian, but Rupert Grint is your end of that? No, you know you're supposed to, like, I mean, the last two are Eva Longoria and Rupert Grint. That's not, that's not great. Rupert Grint. Yeah, I mean, the also, like, if you have locations in Vegas, New York, Chicago, Miami, Dubai, Orlando, you're not a real thing. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. <laughs> Dubai and Orlando as your duo. You're like, hmm, we should open up places in Dubai and Orlando. That's our next goal. <laughs> hey, Sorry, Dubai makes sense. Dubai makes sense. I mean, both uh, places make sense for a place like yeah, this, families, but the yeah, duo right. is truly a mess. Families and rich people. Ugh, I, anyways. I, I, I don't know. I feel like this, this episode was all over the map, guys. I'm so sorry. It feels very disjointed. Um... I just keep clicking L looking for myself in this sugar factory list of celebrities. I desperately need to be on this list. We gotta, we gotta end this. So thank you to everyone for calling in. You're iconic. Thank you to former Equinox employees for dishing some like tremendous dirt. 
Thank you to Kevin Can Wait Gate fa- uh, followers and fans. We will continue the journey of updating you on the latest Kevin Can Wait news. And thank you in advance to uh, Us Weekly and People Magazine for aggregating that story about Kevin Can Wait because I swear <laughs> to God it's going to come. And I can't wait. I swear to God. I swear to God. Sorry for missing Monday's episode. It would have been bad anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Joke. And um, we will see you later. Have a good weekend. Bye. Bye. It's like I go to that Sedona, that iconic blue Sedona McDonald's to get my morning java, and she's in front of me in the drive-thru. That was a HeadGum Podcast.